you know, a lot of people will confuse you acting fo- being focused for being funny, acting mm, funny, fakes, right? Fakes. Right? Like you lose, especially like coming up in our community, yeah. right? Like yeah. people don't understand. I'm not acting funny because I can't go to the club with you. I'm just focused. I'm focused on building something yes. right now. You know, Be something bigger. Exactly. And yeah. so it's just like you know going through a lot of that. But what I realized is that you gotta have tunnel vision, yeah, in order to prioritize to be able to do it all basically yeah. and yeah. get it done ghetto. good idea now we buy murder it's ghetto payment miss Ooh, the ghetto. say she quit Ooh, the ghetto. laid on your rent Ready, it's ghetto. new event Ooh, the ghetto. invoice in yeah, they ghetto. when it's been oh, it's ghetto. hold on it's kind of ghetto being a ceo welcome back to another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast first of all every time i hear our theme song it just gives me life okay now listen this next episode is about to be amazing this young lady literally is a boss in these trademark streets but today we're gonna talk to her about the girl behind the trademarks how you built this seven-figure brand but also what are the struggles that actually come with building a company like this right and so i want to i want you guys to make sure that you like comment and subscribe make sure you go get your ghetto ceo merch okay click the link below but i also want to make sure that you if you enjoyed this episode at any capacity leave a review because i know that this episode is about to be life-changing so i'm welcoming my girl miss rosina pierce aka the biz lawyer to the studio welcome rosina thank you so much for having me this yes. is beautiful by the way thank you i'm, I'm excited comfortable. that you are here you said i'm all yes we get you comfy so you Very can tell us the tea i know right <laughs> <laughs> listen so tell them who you are and we're gonna dive straight in so my name is Rosina Pierce. I am the biz lawyer. I run my own trademark law practice. Um, I have about 15 employees that work for me. Um, we were just ranked number 37 out of over 28,000 trademark law firms yes. in the country. I was just ranked number 15 out of over 33,000 trademark attorneys in this country. Yes. And I'm so proud of that. But one of my proudest accomplishments is that I'm a mom yes. um, of three. Yes. My son is 21. And nobody ever believes me when no, I say it. So it's fun. Where? It's fun. It just... <laughs> Play with that a little bit. Yes. And, and my daughter's 17. She's about to graduate high school oh, next man. week. And I have a 10-year-old baby girl. So, yes. Listen, first of all, how do you even balance all of this? Like, a mom of three kids, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And you are running this amazing business. Girl, it's crazy because I actually had all three of my kids when I finished law school, right? Mm. So my son was 11, my daughter was 7, and my baby girl, she had just came my last semester. Wow. And, um, you know, God, he was just preparing me for what I was about to get into because yeah. one thing you have to learn as a CEO, an entrepreneur is discipline, mm. right? And I always tell people balance is a fictitious word yes. because, like, if it's in balance, like, it's perfect right. and nothing is perfect. Right? right. And so I always just say it's really, it's really prioritizing. Mm. That's what's important. Prioritizing. And I remember like having a lot of mommy guilt, like my last semester yeah. studying for the bar exam. And I, I remember coming home that second day after being in a library 16 hours a day right. with that three month old at home. Yes. And I remember telling my mom, like, 
I'm such a bad mother. Like, mm-hmm. here I am in a library 16 hours, and I got mm-hmm. a three-month-old at home. I stopped breastfeeding her the day after, um, st- uh, the, the day after I started studying. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mother, she said, you know, do you remember what you was doing at three months old? Mm-hmm. I said, no. She said, how about five months? I said, no. She said, how about a year? How about three years old, five years old? She said, this baby ain't going to remember nothing. You get your butt in that library and you study so you can pass this bar on the first time. And then your kids will appreciate you later for it. And really, that's what happened. I passed the bar the first time. So never have to do that again in my life because that was a beast. But what I would say is it prepared me really for entrepreneurship. Mm. Because sometimes, you you know, a lot of people will confuse you acting, being focused for being fun, acting Mm. fun. Right? Right? Like you lose, especially like coming up in our community. Right? Like. People don't understand. I'm not acting funny because I can't go to the club with you. I'm just focused. I'm focused. On building something right now, you know. something bigger. Exactly. And so it's just like, you know, going through a lot of that. But what I realized is that you got to have tunnel vision in order to prioritize to be able to do it all, basically, and get it done. And I think that that's so great because I I think a lot of people forget that skill, right? Because I talk to people all the time. They're like, okay, how did you do this like coming out of college or whatever mm-hmm. i just was focused yeah like there was nothing i'm talking about nothing we me and my boyfriend talk about it today yeah. he was like man i you was a bad girlfriend i said i was <laughs> and i told you like i'm going to focus on this business for two yeah. years but give me these two years yes. and i promise you i got you whatever exactly. you need emotionally available i got you right yes. and i think a lot of times people forget that Anything worth having had requires a sacrifice. Exactly. It requires it really, a sacrifice. Girl, let me tell you, it really, it really requires a certain type of discipline yeah. to yourself. And even now with my business being 10 years old now, yes. it just it's our 10th year anniversary. Um, I had to go back and talk to myself mm. again and find that person who was so focused when it came to studying the bar exam. Yeah. Because now I'm at a different level in my business Absolutely. and I'm trying to take my business somewhere different so it requires a different level of focus for me and sometimes because I believe the both of us we have experienced some success right but sometimes your minor success right I heard ET say this can be the enemy of your massive success Mm. and even though we receive some success as a seven figure entrepreneur like it's some different things that it requires to get to that eight and nine figures so it's just like you know I have to step back and understand like me being a 40 year old woman now right like what that looks like and also just being very calculated with your time and Mm -hmm. understanding like sometimes people think money is the valuable thing but it's really your time because we could get money back we can't get our time no you know and i i i I appreciate time now Mm -hmm. and you can't waste my time and i'm not gonna waste your time so i'm i'm just like in that space right now yes and i think people don't think about that right yeah um a lot of times as you are growing this business people think that seven figures is the end Mm -mm. like that's the destination (laughs) instead of like this is my kick start yes because i got to get to the next level Mm -hmm. so talk about what this next level looks like for you and how you even have to reset yourself Mm -hmm. to go back to that same you said that same girl that was in the library for 16 hours yes to get to this next level tapping back into that yes and so right now so we so i niche now Mm -hmm. in 2019 to only doing trademarks okay and i know that's where that's what my purpose lies right Mm -hmm. and i really want to 
be thriving and building a successful trademark law firm. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it done by a black woman. Yeah. So I know what my God-given purpose is, right? But also, too, they talked about how a lot of black females started businesses, mm-hmm. right, during the pandemic. But what we fail at is how sustainable that business mm-hmm. is going to be, yep. right? Yep. And right now, for me, like, you know, we, you know, social media hustle, we right. started businesses and things, but is it sustainable, right? right. And right. so now I'm moving more into a sustainable business model, right? right. And it requires a different type of client. It yeah. requires a different type of level of marketing, yes. a, a, a different level of systems, yes. right? And so it's just now for me, it's like really like, leveling it's going to a space I've never been before Absolutely. right it's it's gonna be challenging but I'm, I'm preparing myself right now so that because I pray for this right mm-hmm. but God like how could I bless you with it if you ain't prepared for yeah. it Ooh. you know so yes. I'm like now I'm in a space where I'm like preparing myself to get there and just doing things in a business different setting a business up mm-hmm. um you know one thing like you know I'm gonna be honest certification right yes. um minority and woman-owned certification and and I'm like, why I got to get certified? My law <laughs> do- degree should cert- my yes. law license should certify me, right? Uh-huh. But in order to, like, play in that space that I'm trying to go in, yeah. that's what they want. And yeah. I got to play to that game, right? Mm-hmm. So sitting down, getting that done, and just ordering some things so that, like, we can be prepared for we can set up a business model that is sustainable yes and i love that and i think like even going back to that because sometimes you get to a certain level and your ego be stopping you from Mm -hmm. getting to the next because you're like man you don't know me you (laughs) and you're like you know i'm trying to be humble but like do i really gotta put the receipt yeah i got numbers on the board you know what i'm saying like you, 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 like you, you see yeah. what's going on. Like right. I'm not them. Right, okay, right, right. big, big Rosita, right. not the little one. <laughs> right, but at the end of the day, you know, when you start to go into different arenas, you got to start to transform the way that you look at things, right? Yes. And if we were to go into a corporate space, yeah. they don't care nothing about this social media, yes. these articles, these yeah, podcasts. Yeah. They don't care about that. They right. care about certifications, your degrees, like all of that. Yes. And sometimes you have to play. And they game, you know what I'm saying? And I I, I love that you said that because I know somebody's out there and they're coming to this space, right? They were that girl in corporate. They got the VP titles. They had the corner office and they come into entrepreneurship and they was like, ain't nobody buying this? You don't know me? Right. (laughs) And, And you know, that's so key and so important because even at our highest levels, we have to humble ourselves. Mm. Because truth be told, don't nobody know you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like everybody, everybody don't, don't know, know you. you. I know people with millions of followers, yes. right? In the Atlanta market, everybody know them. Yes. But if I go home to Chicago, I'd be like, you know such and such. You know? They'd be like, no, I don't know no them. <laughs> and it's their peer demographic yes. of who they're marketing to, yes. and they don't know them. Yes. So what we have to do as entrepreneurs and CEOs is humble ourselves to yes. know, like, look, if you ain't dropping... Hits like Beyonce right. and it's sold out yes. on the day of, yes, right? Yes. Like you got people waiting up to two a.m. Right? Or you ain't got the Oprah effect, yes. Tyler Perry effect. Yes. Don't nobody know you yet, yes. sis. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yes. it's just like I had to humble myself and be like, okay. This is what I got to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In order to play in that. And like you said, like, I have to let myself. 
I, I'm celebrating and love in certain spaces, but mm-hmm. other spaces, people are like, who are you? Right. Okay. And you got to build it up. Exactly. It's, and it's, I love it. I love it. So now we let's get to this business side. Because we, mm-hmm. me and Rosina, we done been out. We done had drinks, yes. all the things. And we've talked about this ghetto CEO life. It's, it's, <laughs> it's real ghetto. It's ghetto. <laughs> it is a very ghetto. Yes. Okay. But when you think about... Being a CEO is ghetto, yeah. and this this business is just ghetto. What mm-hmm. is the first thing that you think about? So, okay, okay, two things. Okay, <laughs> she's like, I got one. Two. Okay, from my business perspective, mm-hmm. what I see a lot is people building businesses and they don't own them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a trademark lawyer, that's like a big no no. I always ask people, "Will you build a house on land you don't own?" Right, and people always say no. So I'm like, okay, we can't build these businesses and brands if we don't own them, right? right? And so that's from a business perspective, right? right? right. From a personal sp- perspective. What's been like real ghetto in me and mm. my business yeah. is the art of delegation. Mm. We don't want to let go. Yes. But here's the thing. In order to grow, we got to let go. Yes. Right. It took me a long time to hire a team and build a team. And even to be honest, my right, when I had the team, mm-hmm. I still wasn't giving them yes. the work because I'm like, oh, I, I got to do this. Yeah, I got to yeah. do this. Right. And it's like truly like in order to grow your business mm-hmm. and scale your business, you can't work in the business. Yes. You got to work on, on the business. business. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't want to let go. I remember one of my business coaches I and, and she had been coaching me for about a year. And, you know, and you've been through the trademark mm-hmm. process with mm-hmm. us and you see how we, we give you one call at the beginning mm-hmm. and then you have your letter and then mm-hmm. you have your one-on-one consult then we file the application right yep. and then we're docking and make sure everything's going through right and so I did all of that mm-hmm. right and then my my coach was like okay you gotta let this go Rosina and she right. was a lawyer so but I'm like she ain't getting what I'm what I'm what I'm and she's <laughs> like no in order yeah. for your business to grow like how you gonna serve a thousand clients and be on the phone with a thousand clients yeah. in one year like yeah. how how is that even possible, possible and right. I was like but I gotta do those one-on-one calls yeah. I got like my clients ain't gonna talk to nobody but me she said now you sound crazy (laughs) it took me a minute to receive it but the moment I began to let it go now I have three attorneys that work for me I don't Mm. do any of that process now I'm working on the business not in the business and so it gets real ghetto when you thinking you finna do all this work by yourself right? right and then sometimes we just have to take um a a price valuation of how much we're worth, right? Yes. As the CEO, how yes. much is my time really worth? Yeah. If I'm worth about a thousand dollars an hour, right. do it really make good sense that I'm spending an hour doing a ten dollar task that right. I could pay somebody Come ten twelve dollars an hour to do? Exactly. That's when it get real ghetto. Exactly, because exactly. it's like we doing the ghetto mess ourselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> we the ones that's ghetto, right? <laughs> no, that and it makes so much sense because you know going through business, people tell you like hire a team, hire team yeah, and it's yeah. like okay they here now what they supposed to do right right and let then, go. you don't want to let go mm-hmm. and then you let some go and they mess up and you like see Mm-hmm. this is why I didn't let go yeah. but you gotta let people make mistakes so that they can be able to learn you gotta have a process in place so that they can help you run this business and, and I'm gonna go a little deeper than that right like you're from Memphis I'm mm-hmm. from Chicago yes. west side you like you from would you say you from the hood y- yes okay so I'm from the hood too right <laughs> yes. so we from the ghetto right, right? <laughs> and so like where we're from they teach us mm-hmm. like don't trust nobody my yes. brother tell me all the time he tell yes. me to this day trust none suspect all you Ooh. know what I'm saying so like we're we're instilled those principles like you know um don't turn don't 
backstabbers and mm-hmm. all that. So it's rooted in us not yeah. to trust people. Yes. But those emotional inflictions that we had growing up yes. can hurt our bottom line as Ooh, business owners. Talk about it, girl. So we got to separate the emotional side, that, yeah. that childhood Trauma, trauma yeah. right, and drama, <laughs> yes. right, and let that stuff go so that we can grow and scale our businesses like true CEOs. Absolutely, absolutely, and I talk about all the time, like, whatever trauma that you have as a person, mm-hmm. it always shows back up mm-hmm. in your business. If you don't heal, yeah, yeah, then you can't grow. Yeah, yeah. You can't go to the next level, so you gotta, you know, tap into your higher self. You gotta, yeah. whatever that look like, you gotta go to therapy, you gotta pray, you gotta go, whatever you need to do, yeah. but it's going to stop you, like, you said it's going to affect your bottom line. It really is. It really is. And what's so ghetto right now is the fact that I remember talking to you when we went out mm-hmm. maybe like last year and I was like, Maria, I need a therapist. Yes. <laughs> I still ain't got no therapist. Girl, get a therapist. <laughs> I know. I know I got to get one. But yes. God is working with me. Yes. He's, he's working and he's revealing some things, but I do need a therapist. And I, Absolutely. I, and I haven't even experienced it yet, but I would say every CEO needs one. Because have you Thanks. ever watched that movie, um, the, the show Billions? Mm-mm. So on Billions, it's a great show. It's on Showtime. And they, um, so they're like hedge fund guys, okay. right? And so they're making like billion dollar decisions every oh, wow. day. Now the decisions they make can either make them a lot of money or it can cost them a lot of money. Ooh. So in on their staff, they have a Wendy. Wendy mm-hmm. is the therapist. And so they go and sit on Wendy couch right in the office. Wendy, Wendy got an office right in the suite, oh, right? Wow. And so like she helps them break through things and break break down barriers and things like blocks and things like that, which mm-hmm. coaching helps people with too yes, as well. Yeah. And I be saying, I need me a Wendy. Yes. I need me a Wendy. And I really <laughs> have is. to make time to get that. So Girl, I'm going to do that. It, listen, I'm going to hold you accountable yes, to that, friend. Because, <laughs> listen, it is the, so in 2021, I actually started going to therapy, December 2021. Uh-huh. And I have went every Wednesday at 9 o'clock since. Really? And when I say that I be excited. Wait, in person or no, I virtual? No, virtual. Okay. Virtual okay. every Wednesday, 9, nine o'clock. Okay. I'll be there. I need and your number. Listen, <laughs> I will give it to you because when I say, and I have to, I think a lot of times people don't think about the process. Finding a therapist is like finding a man. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, you got to date. Like, I had to date a couple people. people. Like, I don't like your attitude. You not spicy enough. You, yeah, yeah. you too nice. I need you to tell me, girl, shut the fuck up and yes. go <laughs> yes. like, do this, right? Like, I, I need to find that perfect mix yeah. but when I found it it was like oh my god now I got somebody that literally cause you got friends that are listening to your issues mm-hmm. but then sometimes you like I don't want to call them all, all the, the time, time. Negan no this lady is paid yes. to sit there and listen to all my problems yes. and give me advice <laughs> it's, it's euphoric yes yes and then too sometimes I think just to talk it out, right? Because, mm-hmm. and I was talking to a therapist, not like in a session, yeah. enough, but I was talking, and it was like, you know, we really, we just allow people to express themselves. Yes. And sometimes that's just the healing process in itself, Girl. because sometimes you can have things going on with your family, yep. with your team, yes. right? And it's yes. like, you telling your, your team all your family issues, you telling your family <laughs> all the team issues. Yep. But yep. who could you tell most? <laughs> right. <laughs> who supposed to be listening to this? Right. They don't know what's going on. Right. They don't know how they 
help you. Right. Exactly. No, but that's what it is. It mm-hmm. literally is you being able to express yourself. Exactly. Because it's not that she tell me yes, no, yeah. yeah. Like she don't tell me what to do. But mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta say that stuff out loud. You be like, yeah. damn, I sound crazy. Right. Like I don't right. mad. Like <laughs> what I'm mad about is not even a thing. It's or just not. walking me through the actual problem yeah. where she'll say, Okay, girl. There was your abandonment issues showing yes. back up. You can't let your father take over you like yes. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we like, oh shit, let me get it together. Cause yes. I don't want that nigga to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like really being able to understand the other version of you. Yeah. And it's a it, I'm telling you, girl, I can't wait till you go. I'm gonna call you wait. after your sessions, like, what you do, girl? You like it? <laughs> yes, I need it. I know I need it. Yeah. If you're over here on YouTube watching the podcast, listen, I need you to do me a favor. If you love me, do me this favor. Pull out your phone right now and go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or anywhere that you actually listen to podcasts at, right? I need you to subscribe and leave a review. Listen, the way podcasts work is the streets don't know we doing good if it's not on the audio version. The YouTube version don't really count, okay? So go over there, leave us a review, and let us know how much you love the podcast. Now back to the episode. Um, just, you know, being 40, I'm single now, yes, I'm divorced, outside. you know, and, and people are like, we outside, I'm like, I'm still in the house. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still <laughs> processing. <laughs> well, I'm good on yeah. that part, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good on that. It's just like, I'm a homebody. Yeah. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Yes. My kids was like, mama, what you want to do? I was like, I want to lay in this bed. <laughs> I want to catch up on some power. Yes. And I want y'all to do nothing but bring me some food when I'm hungry. Yes. That's it. That's all I want to do. And it was like, really? I was like, let me tell y'all, I've been traveling. I have not laid in my bed all day like yesterday. Mm-hmm. I haven't even watched TV all of 2023. Wow. Like everybody's talking about power, everything. I have not watched a single wow. thing of TV. Yeah. That was just the most refresh, mm. refreshing, relaxing. I was like, this, my son was like, you want to go get that computer outside? I was going to buy you? I was like, you could go do it yourself. Just bring you, it back. Just bring it back. <laughs> if that's what you want to do for me, I appreciate it. Yeah. If you feel like you need me with you, it ain't going to be the day. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't gonna be today. I love that. I love that, and I think that you know, a lot of times we are made to feel guilty about stopping and mm-hmm. resting. And I am such a girl when I, I say know. yesterday on my birthday. Yeah, my birthday was like a week ago, and my mom was like, "What you doing today?" I was like, "Girl, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I want to rest. Yeah. I want to chill. I might grab my computer and do a little something. Like yeah. I want to do like some working on the business type yeah. of stuff, brainstorming, coming yeah. up with campaign. Like I want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do anything that I'm forced to do. And I think people take that for granted." And let me tell you, yesterday was the first day I got to do that in a long time, and mm-hmm. I feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Because when we in hustle mode, when yes. we in go mode, yes. even when we take rest, we feel guilty. Yeah, It's like that mommy guilt I was telling you yeah. about earlier. It's we feel guilty. Guilt. It's like entrepreneurial guilt. Yeah. Like it's, I could be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. I could be doing that. Ooh. I could be doing And that's why I really don't consume a lot of TV, because I can't even enjoy it, because yeah. I'm feeling guilty. Because yeah. I'm like, it's so much I could be doing in my business yeah. right now. But yesterday, I was like, you know what? This me time right yes. now. I'm just finna sit here, and I didn't feel guilty. I was yeah. like, it's Mother's Day last year for Mother's Day. I was out. I went to like a um, Strength of a Woman thing mm-hmm. with Mary J. Blige or yeah, something. Yeah. This year, I was like, I don't want to put on no clothes. <laughs> 
don't want no makeup on yes, my face. I just yes. want my hair. I ain't putting on no bonnet. My no. hair just gonna go to all, 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 yes. all over the place. Yes. And I'm just gonna enjoy. And I and I'm like, you know, and I try to do that once a quarter. Mm-hmm. But I looked up my room. I'm like, hell, it's May. Yeah. I ain't even set, you know. Yeah. And it's like I have a ritual where like I get up every morning, I have a morning routine, and I'm at work, you know. Mm. And it's just like because I'm trying to go into this new space in right, business. So right. I have to have that discipline. But I also think, you know, now it's also about taking care of ourselves too. Ooh, Stopping yes. just for some self-care Sometimes. every now and then. Because I know you're a workaholic like me. So Girl, I know I'm speaking. Listen, we you are preaching to the choir. Right. Okay? <laughs> but that, and I think in this year, and uh-huh. after going to therapy, I really realized that I have to take care of myself. Yes. And if I don't, all of these things start to happen. It's like, why am I sick? Why can't you? Yes. Why can't you know not realizing like if I was just rest mm-hmm. every now and then, you every know? Because I do understand, like we a hustle mode, right? Yes. We are not where we supposed to be. Mm-mm. This is only the beginning. The pinnacle yes. is not even here. Yes. So it's like you don't want to be like, okay, let me slow down because it's like, what if it stops? Yeah. Slow yeah. is too close to not, not happening. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can I take moments? And so this year I intentionally like put things on the calendar. Yeah. Like just like I scheduled everything else, let me schedule rest time. Let me put boundaries in place because we gotta take care of ourselves. So I'm happy you had that day. Yes. And you know what also it just revealed to me just going back to, you know, where we from mm-hmm. and things like that. We're like that because we never trying to go back to where we came oh, from. Oh, thanks. We it's, never want to be broke again, listen, right? I'm not. But here, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we claim that right now. Right. But, and the whole thing is too, like people look at, you know, us as entrepreneurs, like, oh, they hit seven figures mm-hmm. and this, this. And, I'm going to tell everybody a secret. When you hit seven figures, you're going to realize it ain't even enough. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't enough. enough. Girl, say it again. It's not enough. It's ghetto. It's ghetto work. Yes. Because <laughs> it actually takes money to make money. And and people do not understand that. And yes, I may have hit this because Mm -hmm. I'm willing to invest in myself. That coach I was talking about was, you know, about 30,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure that went your only one. It was not my only one, (laughs) right? And they all about five figures Mm -hmm. or so, right? But it's like you got to invest in the business in order for it to grow. And a lot of people, you know, they be trying to like free 99, they Mm -hmm. wait to a million dollars. It's not going to happen. And you got to have good principles and good stewardship over your money and things like that. So when he take you into that abundance, because I do believe, you know, the God I serve, he operates in abundance, right? And Mm -hmm. we're going to, it's going to be there, right? But also to just learning how to be disciplined and things like that, because it ain't going to be enough. No, it's <laughs> not, not going to be enough. No, it's not. And I tell people, it's so funny that people, that's that's the the be all and do all yeah. to get to seven figures, to be a millionaire, right? Yeah. And I was like, when I look at my clients and I look at their situations, yeah, $100,000 is really not a lot of money. By the mm-hmm. time you get to 200, 300, it's still, you know, mm-hmm. not a lot of money. But by the time you get to 500 to 800, that's that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Because you still got team like 100,000, mm-hmm. but you got overflow because, you know, you ain't really doing that so that right. 500 to 800 is the overflow but by the time you get from that 800 to a million you done scale so much yes. you like i'm bringing in new team i'm making new investments that hunt that million feel like that hundred thousand exactly so you really got to get to five exactly. million to seven million to start feeling exactly <laughs> exactly because also too when we're when we're at six figures right because mm-hmm. remember we was all trying to hit yes, six yes, figures yes. at once right and when we did that 
what you realize once you hit seven figures, what I realized and experienced was, okay, these six-figure systems ain't going to work in this seven-figure business, yes, right? Yes. This six-figure team ain't going to work in this seven-figure seven team. team. You yeah. know, it, it, it requires some development, some elevation in mm-hmm. order for it to happen. And people don't talk about that. No. They just talk about getting to the meal, but they don't okay. talk about how, okay, now it's time to invest in new systems. Mm-hmm. It's time to invest in new processes. Yes. You got hell of a client now, so it's time to create another the client experience yes. so it's just so many different things that people don't talk they talk about the end goal yes. but like what it takes to get there and then mm-hmm. what it looks like once you ended up there yes. what is that process and what's that shift and that pivot going to be within that yes and I literally talk about all the time because I said when I got to seven figures it literally broke my business mm-hmm. and I say it all the time because he was like what what mm-hmm. but it bro- it breaks down everything yeah. that you had before no longer works Yes. And don't you let have scaled from a hundred thousand to a million so real fast yeah, yeah. in one year. Now does everything is all over the place, but then you're trying to play catch up. So you spending money yes. to get these systems in place. You're trying yes. to figure it out. And so by the time you look up, you look, you like, damn, I spent all this money. Right. Like something's working, something's not. Like you really trying, you it's like a rat race. Exactly. You trying to figure it out. And it's really like it's no like I don't know about you. We ha- like I had coaches and things like that, mm-hmm. but like I'm the only I'm the first person I knew in this space yes. to start a trademark only practice business. Yes. Right? Yeah. So like it wasn't even a system I could go to and ask somebody to right. recommend for me because right. my business is it doesn't look like everybody else's yeah. business, right? Yeah. Especially in this space, right. right? Right. Um, like somebody told me the other day, like, you're a law firm, but you market it like it's an e-commerce. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's what's working right, right now. Right, you know? right. But at the same time, okay, like how do we make it where it doesn't look like it's mm-hmm. e-commerce because we are a law firm, yeah. right? But the way I got to talk to my client base, right? That's how that, I gotta, that's how they get it. I got to pull but up on. You know what? And one thing that I love cuz the one thing that I do and I tell people all the time, I don't care what business it is, you should be taking principles from e-commerce businesses yes. because e-commerce changes very, very fast. fast. And so if you are doing the same, like think about the other law firms that, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, with the white men and what they doing, baby, they've been having that same website, that same Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram photos for the last 25 years. They ain't changing. Miss Barbara still at the front desk. (laughs) Like it's the same, right? But they are trying to figure out why they don't got the clientele, why they not tapping into the younger generation, why they not reaching the people. Right. And so I tell people like, when you're thinking about marketing, mimic what's happening in e-commerce. Yeah. Hence why, as a coach, we always did campaigns. Exactly. And I know you do campaigns yeah. too. And yeah. so talk a little bit about that. Cause I, 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 you know, first of all, I love doing a campaign girl. Yes. I'm a campaign girl. Yes. But I think a lot of people don't realize that that's how you disrupt the marketplace. It is. Cause I think too, like, you got to stop the scroll. Yes. Like, because uh, yes. ain't nobody really watching TV, right? No. My kids, um, you know, my son, he be on his phone. Yes. My daughter, they be on their phone. They don't even consume commercials anymore. Mm-hmm. The way we used to receive yes. advertisement and marketing, yeah. they don't even consume it anymore. So a campaign, you have to get people engaged and following along with it, right? Mm-hmm. And also within that campaign, hitting on them pain points yeah. like, okay, I, I know I'm speaking to you because yes. these are what you're experiencing, right. but 
make it fun, make it engaging, especially right. like in my business where it's law, mm-hmm. it's, you know, intimidating for people. Right. A lot of us in our community, truth mm-hmm. be told, we don't seek out lawyers until it's an issue. No, right? It's time like, to go to jail. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, let me call a lawyer now, right? Right, right. And I always tell people, it's two different type of lawyers. Lawyers that like to prevent fires mm-hmm. and lawyers that like to fight fires. Mm-hmm. I like to prevent the fire, yes. right? So the fire never even gets started. Right. But I'm marketing to a generation or a generation of people mm-hmm. who only call me when the fire is struck. <laughs> Right, and it's blown up. It's blown up. So I need a creative concept. I need a creative campaign to mm. get them engaged to understand. Yes. I remember our very first campaign we shot, and it was um, secure the brand or lose it. Mm-hmm. And um, we did a whole campaign, and we showed two different entrepreneurs okay. and how one secured the brand up front, and how one didn't. She had cosmetic products. Mm. She had a whole um, store, and then at the end of the campaign, she's crying with a cease and desist letter. Mm-hmm. Because now all these products that she invested in her brand with the name on it, yeah. the the owner of the trademark, the true owner, is now demanded that she turn it over so that they can be destroyed, mm-hmm. which is what can happen under the law. Right. And so sometimes, like, it doesn't resonate with us mm-hmm. until we actually illustrate, like, what can actually happen? What right. can actually be that outcome for right. people? Right. I love that. I love that. And I think, like I said, doing these campaigns really allow you to disrupt the marketplace because you, now you start to see a look like there's like this fine little circle of lawyers that do campaigns and stuff like yeah. that. But most people you still like, I know you go to these lawyer conventions and they mm-hmm. like, Rosina, that Beyonce concert, that is, they're like, why did you come up with this, right? But they think that you are like, doing something like crazy but you like I'm just following the trends of what, yes. what's happening on the internet and also too as a CEO we have to be visionaries yes. right so um, do you mind sharing your age do you I'm say, 29 so you're 29 yeah. I'm 40 right yes. and my son is 21 and my daughter's 17 and a 10 year old and one day we were sitting down for dinner and I asked them do y'all know what Blockbuster is mm. and they was like no and my son was like <laughs> is it when the movie do good at the Blockbuster it's the Blockbuster hit <laughs> And I'm like, damn. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you what Blockbuster is. Yes. Blockbuster was a video store yes. where we actually used to go every Friday, yes. pick out a movie, daddy pick out an action movie, good right. old action, right. John Avant, Van Cloudale yes. movie. Yes. You know, he was the hit actor back then and we pick out a funny movie or whatever. And they were like, it was like a staple in our mm-hmm. community. It was like something to look forward yes. to and things like that. Yes. And it's like, like, but because the CEO and the visionaries of that business mm-hmm. was not forward thinking, yes. they truly just blockbuster themselves right out of business, right, right? right? And so me being a 40-year-old CEO, I have to be a visionary. So yeah. where am I taking my business to right. for the next five and ten years from now? Yes. And even though... Really, to be honest, I don't care to be in a virtual space. Yes. Because I come from an era, you know, we used to go to the park. We yeah. used to go to the playground. Yeah. Boy, want to talk to you. He pull up on you, you know. Yes. Now yes. they sliding in DMs. You right. don't even know how the taller is or what's going on. <laughs> what's happening? What's, what's going on? That bitch is right? Y'all go to the mall. You know, yes. everybody hanging out at the mall. Yes. But now it's more of a virtual environment everybody's like in a virtual space Mm -hmm. in a in a technology space and Mm -hmm. so it's like even though that's not what I'm used to growing up I would be 
irresponsible as a CEO not mm-hmm. to take note to it yes. and move along with where society is moving forward to. Right. Because my kids, they're our future. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so, you know, and, and seeing them just on their phones all the time, like, okay, how can I reach the consumer in this way? Now, right. I still talk to, you know, a lot of our demographics. They, are, they range from 28 to 45. Okay. They're black women and things like that. So they're consuming information that way. But, you know, I tell people, if you don't have social media for any business owner, mm-hmm. you're doing yourself a disservice. Yes. I remember when I first started the law firm, my business was word of mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I got to depend on what somebody else going to say about me. Right? right. But when social media came, my business like exploded mm-hmm. because now I get to reach people. I get to educate people. I get to talk to people. So it's just like, you know, we got to be responsible as CEOs to be even forward thinking, even if we're against it. Yeah. Even if we can't see it, but Ooh, like, how, how do we fit in there? Like the metaverse, I got, yes. I got a great look thing that I want to do for the firm, for yes. the metaverse. Yes. Right. Now I don't want to be in the metaverse. Right. I don't want to, I'd rather sit and talk to you. Yeah, we go right. to dinner. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to spend my time. I just told you time is valuable. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be spending my time messing up my hair with them things <laughs> on my goggles. Goggles on, goggles on yes. my, but this is what people are doing mm-hmm. now. My, my CEO told me she went to a young thug concert in the metaverse and got in a fight. Yeah. I said, what? What is First going on? <laughs> now we got now I gotta bring my Nikes and my uh Vaseline to the metaverse. Exactly, girl. I mean it and it's crazy stuff that's happened. A young lady yeah, actually hilarious. filed a lawsuit for being sexually harassed in the metaverse. So as a lawyer, right, we need to know. You got to, because you got to even know how to process it. Exactly. Because how did you know that you was violated? Yeah. Like, then we got to, how did we prove? Oh, my God. Yes. So it's us. Technology, I always tell people, technology <laughs> is moving faster than the law. No, so facts, as a facts. good lawyer, we're just trying to keep, keep up. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is facts, and I think that that is a, a a good thing because knowing even things that you don't understand, like everybody doesn't understand where this AI wave is going, oh. but you gotta just tap in. Like you gotta yeah. start, and I I see people saying, "Well, I'm not an early adapter." Well, if you're not an early adapter, you're gonna get left behind. You're gonna get left behind because it's moving faster than yes. we can. As soon as we blink, it's something new yes and that ain't going away no you know like people talking about nfts and all that stuff and that i don't know what's going on with that you know i don't know okay no, don't right know but ai i can assure <laughs> sure you, you is not going it's away it's not going away mm-hmm. but what we have to be clever with as ceos yeah. is how do we utilize ai to help us and enhance our in our practice but not replace us yes right yes. not replace yes. us right Correct. because you you could try to pull up and, and and fight a cease and desist letter <laughs> with some AI technology right. and, and try to call opposing counsel with some AI technology, right? Girl, like, you I gotta scream. show the value of why you still need that human touch, mm-hmm. but how I can use AI to help me yes. enhance my represent my representation with yes. my clients, right? So like it's some AI technology right now that like, you know, at first we used to have to search and find infringement, right? Mm-hmm. Now with the AI technology, the AI is searching 
For all you. websites, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it would be hard to find infringement on an Etsy mm-hmm. or, um, you know, on a um, Amazon because it's so many users Zers, on yeah. there, right? But now AI technology is going to scan through all of that. So when the AI technology bring it back to me, mm-hmm. now I'm going to prepare and I'm going to talk to my client. Okay, how do we how do we want to utilize this? Right. Like how do we approach the infringer and right. things like that? So it's it's a way. I think it's a good thing for us when it comes to using it to help us but also to not allowing it to replace us now of course and everything when there's enhancement there's also bad actors right so we just gonna pray to god on On it okay we just gonna we we what else can we do at this point like we gotta tap in but you know it's always something the other side of it so before we wrap up girl what is i would want to know because you know being a ceo is Mm -hmm. giving very much ghetto right And what what would you say is the worst advice that you've received as a CEO? Mm. The worst advice as a CEO. You know, I really... Not to invest in your business. Mm. Hold your money, right? Mm-hmm. Not to invest, right? Um, and it's so crazy because it probably came from, like, I'm not going to say the person. Yeah. But one of the people I love the most, mm-hmm. right? Um, and because they're from a different generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like the baby boomer yeah. generation, right? And they really couldn't um, see, right, what where I remember one time I was out with this individual that loves me dearly, and they just don't know any better, yeah, right? Yeah. And we were selling my planners. I used to sell <laughs> planners, you know, as a product-based business to try to get, you know, people to book the services. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a booth at, at an event, and then, you know, they come back and they like, Pooh, because people call me Pooh, <laughs> Pooh. I got this lady car, and her daughter is a lawyer for the government. You should apply for a job there. And I'm like... <laughs> Let's see RJ Pierce. Like, right. What's my chopped liver? Right. That's what we do. But that yes. was the that was the very early stages of my business. Yeah. And you know, coming from that background where they come from, they're taught you go to school, you get a good mm-hmm. education, you get a job, you retire, yep. right? Yep. And so those were the principles inflicted upon me, you know, based on that. And right. so trying to break out as a CEO yep. and just do it. So I would just say like, you know, some of the worst advice is not to invest and even take the step of yeah. being an entrepreneur and feeling like you have to have a safety net yeah. of working for somebody. Now I work for people. Mm-hmm. I do not talk down on a working class. I do not believe everybody is cut to be an entrepreneur. Everybody is cut to be a CEO. No. And I believe I got some great things out of my corporate background mm-hmm. to transition in my business, but also to like, when you, when God downloads a vision into you, mm-hmm. he gave it to you. you so yep. not everybody will understand it. Yes. Not everybody will get it. Not everybody will see mm-hmm. it, but you got to just keep pushing forward. Yes. And I always say, if you position yourself with him, your perspective is always going to be different and he's going to make a way mm-hmm. as long as you continue to put in the work and do the work. Yes. Listen, and that is so, so true y'all. Yeah. And even like you said, you have to, you just got to keep going. Like you can't listen to the naysayers. Yeah. You can't listen to them. And even you said along this conversation, I made five figure investments and a lot of people you could never, never tell, tell them that. That you made a five. Now you they bought, try to check you in the mental house. You, you did what? 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 
a five-figure investment, but if you bought a new house, they was congratulating you. Yeah. If you bought a car, a liability, they would congratulate mm-hmm. you, but they would never congratulate you on a five-figure investment for coaching. And that five-figure investment that I made in coaching, I made that in 2019. In 2020, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. My business hit seven figures by August yes, 2020. Yes. So that that investment was one of the best investments I could. And you're right. If I would have went home or went to my people <laughs> and told them, especially where I'm from, yeah. girl, you could do this with that. You could do this with that. You we could have had this, we this, did this. Yeah. You can't even tell people yes. you're about to spend 30000 on no. a person they don't even know, never heard of. They're like, is she Oprah? Oprah? <laughs> what? Who is she? Yes. Like, what is she finna do for yes. you? And so it's just like... We can't even like express those no. things, but now it's like now when it's in the season we're in, yes. like they don't they don't question us, they ask us questions. Right, exactly. Yeah. And even knowing, because sometimes people also think about making investments is comfortable. Yeah. I remember the first investment that I made into a coach; it was a five figure investment, and I remember it was not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Some months I was like, I gotta figure out how to make this payment, yes, but yes. I. I could see the fruits of my labor coming back yes. as long as I showed up and I did the work. So I think that people have to get out the mindset like, oh, I'm going to give you this money is instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, 30 days, I'm going to see something. I'm going to see results. Yeah. No, you said you invested that in 2019 and then yep. in 2020, you started to in August of yep. 2020. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I love, I love, love, love this. So um, this was a good conversation, and Rosita. I just, and I just want to say really quick, yes. it's real ghetto as a CEO if you don't have a coach right yes. like Michael Jordan had to have a coach come on Robert De Niro he had to have the best director to direct him right yes. and so it's just like as CEOs we in the business yes. we need somebody on the outside of the game looking in the game like come oh on. you need to run this play you need yes. to block that shot you yes. need to do this you need to do that yes. and if you don't have that you really costing yourself money. Yes. So I just want to share Period. Yes. No, that and 100%. And I even think, I tell people all the time, even I'm a coach, but I got a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I invest in myself yeah. at the highest level. Like, yeah. I sacrifice to invest in myself. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to get paid this week because I need to go invest in this program. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to pay to play to get in the room. Yes. People are looking for mentors or they like, I want to be mentored. I want to be a mentee. Well, the best way to get a mentor is to pay for one. Exactly. You, exactly. You want to get in the room, pay to get in the door. Because look, you like they already could buy their own coffee. They already could pay their own meal. <laughs> you yes. know that them DMs. Can I take you for coffee? No. no. I don't have time. <laughs> and I'm not being mean. Yes. I just don't have time. Right. But I got an event that's going on that you can invest in and spend yes. a whole day with me yes. and learn from me. And I'm gonna be in that space yes. and that spirit to give you all that I got anyway. Yes. Like, come on yes. now. Yes. yes, I love it. This was so good, Rosita. This was a good Good, good, good ghetto girl conversation. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. So being a, you know, being a CEO is ghetto. So Rosita, what is next for you? You, your kids is growing up. They finna be outside of the house. Yes. You ain't outside, you inside, but you are recently divorced. So we, what, what's going on? What's, <laughs> what's the next level for Rosina in the business? But for Rosina, the girl. Uh, for the business, I want to expand. We are looking to get more corporate clients. Yes. I feel like we, we showed ourselves worthy of that mm-hmm. by nationally being ranked and things.
things like yes. that. Um, working with more elite clients, we have over 4,000 clients, Monray. And really right mm-hmm. now, I want to work more with less clients with a big portfolio. Mm-hmm. And because I never want our quality to suffer, mm-hmm. right? I'm big on I quality. Yeah. So I never want our quality to suffer. But we're still going to represent entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and small business owners, hopefully in a space in the future, I can even start a nonprofit organization for small business owners to where we can get the SBA yes. of the government to pay for their trademarks yes. to get done. So, like, all that headache is out the way. So, I do want to start the nonprofit in the future as well. Mm-hmm. And also, too, for Rosina, the girl, girl, <laughs> right now, I'm dating this ghetto, too. Can we, like, we need to have a whole other podcast <laughs> about dating, okay? It's ghetto, it's heck, okay? Yes. So, I believe in this season, you know, God just want me to get closer to him and love yeah. on him and then he'll send somebody to love me the way that I love him. It's coming, girl. Yeah, I yeah. Co- so are you going to get back? You want to get married again? I actually do want to get married oh, again. I can't wait. I, I want to, you know, just make me the flower girl, girl. I'm going to make you a bridesmaid, girl. <laughs> <laughs> just want to, you know, tiptoe in there. Yes, I, know. Yes, I am excited. But, I mean, we, we got to meet him first. Yes. But, he, oh, but, he coming. I, I see it. I see it. I see yes, the vision. Yes, yeah. yes, but No, I am good. excited. I'm excited <laughs> about this new, uh, this next level. I think it's like the next chapter. You know, Rosina yes. 2.0. You yes. know what I'm saying? You're going to yes. have to come at me a whole lot differently. Yes. You're going to have to, like, this business is going to be booming yes so i'm excited for you girl i, I thank you so much i thank you for having me and yes. i truly receive rosina 2.0 because yes. that's that's what god has shown me so yes. i received that from you and yes just this is amazing by the way this thank this you. platform is amazing i think we need to talk more about it Absolutely. and like giving the ceos a safe space get yes. comfortable yes. Get comfortable clothes yes. so we could just be free to say mm-hmm. like the problems that we deal with that you don't see people talking about no, on social media. At all. Yes. At all. And I, I love that people are receiving this so well. Yeah, you know, genius. It's a genius. It's yeah, genius. I try. I try. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I love that people are receiving this so well. Because even when I was talking to Judy on her episode, she was just like, what you think people going to say? Like, do you think that they're going to be like, y'all just complaining? But no, people are like, girl, me too. Yeah, like, yeah. they love it because it allows us to be transparent. Yes. But it allows them to know, even though we are here, yes. and you may feel like you're in another place that the problems don't, don't stop <laughs> like what biggie say more money more problems more money more problems y'all thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the ghetto ceo podcast listen make sure you like comment and subscribe and if you're watching this on youtube go over to apple podcast or spotify wherever you receive your podcast and leave a review reviews our life and then also make sure you shop this ghetto ceo merch the link is below i will see you guys on the next episode peace Get out. Invoice in. Get out. Money spin. Oh, let's get out.